Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Today I messed up by agreeing to an open relationship. To put this in perspective, I'm a 20-year-old male. My girlfriend is a 21-year-old female. We've been dating for four and a bit years. Typical high school sweethearts, and we wanted to move away and start our own lives after college. We decided to spice things up a bit and open up our relationship a little. It was pretty much a joint decision, but looking back, she was kind of insistent on the whole idea. One night, she is out with some friends, and she phones me and asks me if the whole open relationship thing is still cool, explaining she's met a guy, a 24-year-old male, and asked me to pay for a hotel because she wasn't working at that time. I agreed. I tell her to go for it and she does. She texts me to say she had a good night and that all was well. Then, the week after, she mentions she's meeting up with this guy again. I wasn't expecting it, but I'm cool with it. Again, she asks me to pay for their hotel, a decision I would live to regret. She doesn't text me the entire night. Weird, but okay, maybe she's just having a good time. The next day, I receive a load of messages about how she needs a break from everything right now. Meeting this guy has apparently opened her eyes. A little more conversation and we're over. She completely cut me out of her life. I check her Snapchat story and of course she's with him. I've heard from her friends that they're dating now. What? And this guy paid for all of this. It seems almost obvious, especially how he wrote this when he said that in retrospect it seemed like she was more insistent about the whole thing. That she probably already knew that this guy was interested in her, the 24 year old guy and that she wanted to go through this whole process to see if she liked him or he liked her rather than breaking up with this guy first just so she would definitely have a safety net no matter what happened. Maybe that's not what happened, but from the way that it was written here from the OP, that kind of seems like what he's implying. But the weirdest part is why she would ask him to pay for all that when she's with this 24-year-old guy who I guess doesn't want to. One of the top comments says she dumped him for a guy who didn't even have money to pay for a hotel. And somebody else said in response, no, no, no. She dumped him for a guy with a girlfriend that she doesn't know about. Why not his place? So this is a pretty awful situation, but let me know what you would do if you were in this awful situation. Am I the jerk for taking back my nephew's Christmas present and giving it to my son? My sister and I have always had a strained relationship. I usually just let things go and try to keep the peace. We both have sons who are around the same age. My nephew is 13 years old and my son just turned 11. For my son's birthday, I bought him the new gaming system he has been wanting. He was absolutely thrilled and plays it non-stop. My sister is bad with money. I usually have to lend her money for bills and stuff for my nephew. I know my nephew doesn't always get the best Christmas gifts, so this year I went a little crazy and I purchased the same gaming system for him for Christmas. I already had it ready and wrapped under my tree. Yesterday, my sister's family came to visit. My son asked me if they could go play video games. I said yes and reminded them to be careful. About 30 minutes later, my son comes running to me crying. I asked him what was wrong and he led me to the front hall. When we get to the stairs, I see the new system smashed on the floor. Someone had thrown it from the upstairs and now it was smashed into pieces. I asked my son what happened and he sobbed and pointed at his cousin. I asked my nephew if he did this and he started to laugh. He 
said that it was a stupid baby toy and that he saw people can break them online. My sister came in and I told her what happened. I explained that this was an expensive system and that her son needed to be disciplined for what he did. I told her I wanted her to pay for what her son broke. She laughed and said no. She says I shouldn't have let them play unsupervised, that it was my fault and that I am a bad parent. She said my son will get over it and that was not important. Seeing my son sitting on the ground next to his broken system trying to put the pieces together tore my heart out. I walked over to the Christmas tree and grabbed the system that was meant for my nephew. I pulled the gift wrapped off and I gave it to my son and told him to go upstairs and set it up. My sister asked why I was making such a big deal when I already had another one. I then laughed and I told her that was her son's Christmas gift and that since it wasn't important and it was just a stupid baby toy, then obviously they won't miss it. I then told them to leave. My nephew realized what happened and began to cry that my son had stole his system. I said no. His was the one that he smashed. My sister was livid and told me I will never see them again. I just said, okay, and slammed the door. Other family members have now been calling me nonstop saying I am a jerk and I ruined my nephew's Christmas. I don't think so though. My nephew is 13 years old. He is not a stupid kid and he knew what he was doing. I don't care that it was over jealousy. He is old enough to know better. My sister was not going to make the situation right, so I just did what I had to do. They all think I should buy another new system for him, but I don't have that kind of money. I'm starting to feel bad about this and wondering, am I the jerk? Just like she said, the kid here is 13 years old. He's not a little baby. He knew exactly what he was doing, and if he was jealous... That's not really the age where you can't control your jealousy and you just start destroying things that are in front of you. You're 13. You're almost in high school. It is really weird, though, the way that he reacted, meaning the cousin and the cousin's mom. The cousin saying it's just a stupid baby toy, I'm guessing is some sort of defense mechanism because he really wanted this thing and that if he can't have it, nobody can have it. But the mom's reaction was even more strange. She's asking why it was such a big deal if she had another one already, but did she not see the mom pull it out from underneath the Christmas tree and unwrap it? It's not like she had a reserve closet full of these things. It sounds like their relationship might be a little bit strange to begin with. Maybe the mom also has some sort of resentment because as she said earlier in the post, the cousin's mom, her sister, is bad with money and she's lending her money from time to time as well. So maybe there is a little bit of a weird animosity there before any of this even happened and this is kind of just the boiling point of it all. Someone actually wrote every response that the OP can use and presented it by saying it's entirely possible that your sister has spun a lie to the extended family. So be sure the flying monkeys have the full story in your responses to them. Your nephew's jealousy ruined his own Christmas, not you. So this is the response that they're suggesting. What part of my nephew's deliberately smashing my son's console, telling us he'd seen it done online and insulting the gaming system is acceptable in your eyes? How was my sister refusing to take responsibility for the damage or disciplining her son acceptable in your eyes? I bought two consoles. My nephew deliberately smashed one and I won't be buying a third. If you think that sort of behavior deserves to be rewarded, feel free to buy a console for my nephew yourself. Check and mate. So let me know what you guys think. Jerk or not a jerk and what would you do? Am I the jerk for helping my friend get a girl removed from the soccer team? I'm a 16 year old female and I have a friend named Aisha a 15-year-old female. Aisha is a Muslim and she wears a hijab to school, which often causes people to give her dirty looks, comments, etc. I don't know why, it's just cloth. 
Anyway, the worst instance possible was this girl named Megan, who's also a 15-year-old female. When we were sitting together at lunch, she came up to Aisha and I and told Aisha she dared her to take off her hijab, taunting her, saying she would look so pretty without it. This was with malicious intent because I told her one time that she was just clueless and wanted to educate her. Then, she forcibly tried to remove her hijab. I moved her hand away and we went to the principal. Instead of getting a punishment, Megan made up a sob story about how it would harm her position on some prestigious soccer club she was in. Fast forward to a few days ago, she makes a TikTok that said, when you get called into the principal's office for telling the Muslim girl to take off her do-rag, I was so livid for her. Aisha is very shy and didn't want to seem like a buzzkill, so she asked me personally to email the soccer organization. Well, I did, and she was immediately kicked off the team, and other organizations in the area were notified of her behavior. Now, all of her friends are in my DMs saying how horrible I am. How I'm a jerk, how I need to take a joke, etc. My parents think I should have stayed out of it, but I think I did the right thing. So, am I the jerk? It's strange that Megan would be bothered by this so much as she would get to the point that she would physically remove the hijab, or at least try to, and then... After she gets away scot-free, she needs to gloat about it by making a TikTok. It's a very weird position. And I'm surprised, actually, that these organizations took an email seriously from another student. But in this case, I guess they must have just believed her instead of trying to get an answer from some sort of authority like the school or the principal. A lot of people brought up the fact that the jerk in this situation is actually the principal. Instead of protecting a student from a potential assault and a hate crime, he protected the bully because sports are more important. Somebody else also brought brought up, you can take a complaint about that to the school board, by the way. The only thing that saved my band director from getting fired when he threw a chair at the drum line in front of me was tenure, and he was convinced to retire the next school year. There was also a little bit of debate on whether or not this was assault or not, and someone came in and said that wasn't potential assault, that was assault. Often people don't realize unwanted touching, grabbing, slapping, pushing, shoving, etc. is legally an assault, a crime. The principal at OP's high school just didn't reinforce the bully, she failed to help Aisha understand her rights as a victim. But schools often choose to overlook assault and similar activity, just smooth things over so there's not a big hoopla that reaches the public. It's one way we create more and bigger bullies and worse. So, based on everything you guys have seen, was she the jerk or not for doing this and getting her kicked off the soccer team? And what would you do? Am I the jerk for forcing my boyfriend to do the dishes? I'm lactose intolerant. Every time I make tacos, my boyfriend always makes jokes about how I'm disrespecting Mexican culture by not having cheese in my tacos. I've told him multiple times that I'm not going to give myself the runs just to make him feel better about my tacos. He's not even Mexican, by the way. He's white. This came to a head last night when we were having tacos again. I got up to go to the bathroom and when I came back, I noticed my taco looked tampered with. I go to inspect and lo and behold, there's cheese buried underneath the other ingredients. I told my boyfriend he was a raging jerk and went to bed, leaving him to do the cleanup. I still haven't spoken to him all morning and he's complaining about how I forced him to do the dishes because normally I do them. Am I the jerk here? It's always unbelievable when somebody will tamper with your food knowing that you can't have a certain type of food just to do whatever it is they're trying to do in this case to prove a point or to be funny or to have a prank it's really strange that people think that that is okay to do i mean in this case maybe it gave her the runs but in another case 
maybe there's an allergic reaction where she has to be hospitalized for some reason. On top of that, a lot of people are actually pointing out that adding a lot of cheese to the meal is more of a Tex-Mex thing rather than a traditional Mexican part of the cuisine. You guys let me know if that's true or not, but people said things like cheese doesn't actually go into real Mexican tacos. That is full on Tex-Mex. And then somebody else said, I'm Texan, but I had a lovely lady from Mexico visit my house and she wanted to make us traditional Mexican food. And she was very firm about no cheese. So this guy is being a big jerk for trying to control how somebody else needs to make their food. And then once again, yeah, cheese is more Tex-Mex. Understandably, people conflate Mexican food and Tex-Mex, but they're very, very different. Mexican food is so good and surprisingly hard to find even here in Texas. So was she the jerk or not for forcing her boyfriend to do the dishes? And what would you do if you were in the situation and somebody put something in your food that you couldn't have? Am I the jerk for accidentally calling out a new colleague on lying about her language skills? Last week, a new colleague, Kathy, a 33-year-old female, started in my workplace. I'm a 25-year-old female. She instantly stood out in the team because she seems like someone who is very loud and assertive. Two of my colleagues, me and Kathy, were having coffee in the break room. We were the only ones in there and we were sitting far apart when the subject of travel was brought up. My colleague said she wasn't booking trips anymore because it'll probably get canceled because of the global illness anyway. Kathy immediately cuts in about how sad she is because she travels so often and she goes on these far exotic trips to Europe as her hobby. When I think exotic, I think Bahamas or something instead of Europe, but cool. Kathy then jokes about how all this no travel business is making her fear that she'll lose some of her foreign language skills. I ask her what languages she speaks. She claimed to be fluent in three European languages, among which were French and Dutch. Kathy said she was at a native speaker level and went on about how people in Europe were always surprised when they found out she wasn't from there. I was excited because I never get to speak Dutch over here. I was raised in Belgium, which has three national languages, French and Dutch, which are my mother tongues and the most commonly spoken there, and German. It's quite common to be pretty fluent in at least two out of the three languages in Belgium because you're required to learn them at school, along with English from a young age. I told Kathy, oh look, dan heben we it's game in shopping league, which means, oh fun, we have something in common then. She immediately pulled this sour face and then asked me if that was supposed to be Dutch. I said yes. She laughed awkwardly and said that she couldn't understand me because I have a terrible accent and must not be that good at speaking it. Now, see, I don't have an accent. I speak Dutch more fluently than I speak English. I told Kathy that I grew up speaking Dutch and I speak it to my family all the time. She got miffed and asked what languages I speak and where I'm from. I told her I'm from Belgium, so I also speak French. And then I added, which you just said you speak as well. Cool. We can speak French instead. I acknowledged that I was a bit of a jerk here because by that point I knew she had probably lied about speaking French as well. She then shoved her chair back and angrily got up and said, whatever, and stomped off. It was awkward. My other colleagues just kind of shrugged and said that she shouldn't have lied. However, she later approached me and told me that I embarrassed her by acting superior about my European heritage. I told her there was no way for me to know she'd lied about speaking those languages. She rolled her eyes and told me I was immature. A colleague told me that Kathy had called me a little B-word who enjoys bullying new colleagues behind my back. I don't think I was a bully at all, but I don't want this to turn into a huge thing. Do I just apologize? Apologize to keep the peace? And am I the jerk? 
So Kathy straight up lied. If she knew French or Dutch, she probably would at least try to speak a little bit or pick out some words or ask her to speak slower. But she just got mad and shoved her chair back, which makes it obvious that she didn't know this at all. She just chose three random European languages and then hoped nobody in her life would ever speak them. But little did she know she would meet somebody who knew two of those three languages at her own work. And if she's going around calling the OP a little B, as she says here, she's being a lot more of a bully than the OP is because that is what Kathy is calling the OP, a little B word who enjoys bullying new colleagues. I don't think there's anything to apologize here since she didn't do anything wrong. She just tried to speak the language with her that she said she spoke. And a lot of people here were actually talking about escalating this to HR. There's a bunch of people that suggested this. And she responded to that saying that I'm not sure about escalating this to HR, which a lot of people have told me I have to do. I feel like this might make me look immature to the rest of my colleagues, of which I am the youngest. And it might not need to go that far. It depends on if Kathy is willing to put this behind her and be professional. If all else fails, I do have witnesses who would be honest about what happened. So I think I might be in the clear if she tries to twist the story. So if you were in the situation and somebody spoke your native language and then this happened, what would you do? And is the OP the jerk or not for accidentally calling out her colleague about lying about which languages she can speak?